Welcome back to Dyson Friends, your weekly serving of magic, mayhem, and misadventure. I'm Joey, your host and dungeon master, and I'm excited to announce the launch of our merch store. Yeah. Thanks to Rachel, who's hosting it on her author website, you can yeah. find all sorts of random things. What, what exactly can they find, Rach? Oh, man. We've got hoodies. We've got mugs. We've got mouse pads. We've got livers, like human livers. Ooh. We've got... No, wait. No, those, that was for my other website. I'm those, sorry. Uh, do those have the logo on them? No, yeah, I'm not supposed to talk about that. I'm not supposed to talk about oh. that. Um, we've got mugs. <laughs> uh, all sorts of wonderful things. If you spend enough money, we will even send you a Nolan in the mail. A full Ooh. Nolan? If yeah, I like, can fit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you will have to pay for shipping. <laughs> I guess that's my turn for introductions off of that. Whew. Hey, everybody. Nolan here who plays Mo the Monk. Uh, you know, I was just recently reminiscing about when I used to work at the clock factory. But they ended up firing me because uh, I just kept putting too much time in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was objectively terrible. Yeah. I, I don't know how that was actually funny. <laughs> oh. I'm oh, more, no, so no. Mean. Wow, that's that's rough. I'm, no, well, I mean, sorry. That's that what mean. I had prepared, so enjoy it or don't. <laughs> Hi, I'm Greg, and I play JR Randstar, and I'm out here on this super cold day, like five degree day. Mm -hmm. It was a, a trip to get here. Super cold, but I do love winter. It's my favorite season. Did really? you take your motorized toboggan? I felt like it. Yeah. <laughs> Sled dogs. <laughs> cool. Why is winter your favorite season? Because he's a uh, lunatic. Uh, I hate summer because it's super hot. Spring allergies and then fall. Fall's okay. I get terrible allergies in fall. Like the worst ones ever. But you <laughs> have, I think there but are uh, a lot of native plants will uh, go in the fall. Yeah. I don't remember which ones, but I do remember yeah. that. The but botanical. not the transplants, right? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and with that, go ahead. <laughs> don't you boo me. <laughs> I'm Rachel. I play Tana the Tiefling. Tana does not have a last name um, because on Mount Orem, it is so chaotic and so insane. It is possible that at one point we had last names, but first of all, Usually your offspring don't live long enough to like be your progeny to progenate said last name. And second of all, it's sort of like, eh, who the fuck cares? So <laughs> right. that is why Tana is just like Cher or Madonna and is too cool <laughs> slash chaotic slash traumatized for a last name. Just Tana. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Darn it. I, I don't want to have a last name anymore. I want to be cool like Tana. <laughs> You'll never be cool like Tana. Oh, man. Well, Finian's such a stick in the mud. It occurs so to me cool. now that JR, the R doesn't stand for Randstar. So is no. the R is your middle name? It's Jacob Randall Randstar. Oh, I did know that. The third. Oh. <laughs> so it's not JR Randstar Jr.? No. That would be funny. If well, he is actually a junior. So that's okay. another JR. Yeah. So there's a lot of JRs in his name. Wow. Huh. Huh. JRRJR. JRR. Huh. <laughs> Dig that. Hey guys, this is Aaron. I play Finney and the Elf. And Finney will just never be as cool as Tana, I guess. He's gonna have to have that last name until you know the end of time. Yeah. So I hope that doesn't disappoint any of my fans. Technically Tana's <laughs> hot. I mean, so yeah, she she's hot, hot and cool. She's cool and hot. Huh. Okay. Sweet. Hey, it's Sarek. I play Heen the Scion. Heen doesn't have a last name either, but, you know, really, Heen shouldn't even have a first name. So the Gith, because they only communicate telepathically, more have a feeling or impression than they do a name. 
the names just so they can actually speak it. And oh. since they don't generally talk to each other, it's a uh, really he shouldn't have a name. Huh. Is that sort of like dogs? Like they kind of know each other by smell. They Are you saying that the gith names. go up and sniff each other's butts? <laughs> but they well, they yeah, that's, canon. Brains. <laughs> that's canon now. That's canon now. <laughs> right, yeah. The advent of gith names came from not gith, right? Outsiders. It would have to be. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, anyway, with that, I guess we should probably continue our story. Yeah, we don't let outsiders sniff our butts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But just wait, you insiders. guys don't have noses, so you're just putting face and butt. <laughs> hey, don't question our culture. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just What's saying. Up? What's up, butt face? <laughs> Maybe they smell through their mouth. I don't know. <laughs> I like don't a, know where that was like going. Snake. Yeah. You mean taste? <laughs> yeah. taste? I'm going to stop <laughs> this right now. <laughs> Uh, before I give my toast, just to make, just to make Jr's Jr. Wow, I'm sorry. Just to make Greg's job easier for editing, I do have a parrot sitting on my shoulder while we're recording today. So if you hear a lot of like whistling and cooing, it is either him or Nolan. Um, Most likely me. Yeah, yeah. Also, I do not have a toast for you today. I have something very interesting that I read. I thought you all would enjoy it. But you can still raise your glasses anyway. The difference between a hero and a villain. A hero will sacrifice the person they love to save the world. A villain will sacrifice the world to save the person they love. Cheers, I think. Yeah, Cheers. do that what, if you will. Okay. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Kind of... And a troll does it for lols. Boo. Uh, <laughs> <yeah. Ooh. laughs> Chapter 25. The Greater Good. Wrists bound by rope and blindfolds over your eyes, you're marched through the swamps for nearly two hours by your goblin captors. During that time, the din of the swamp returns, and not long after, the sounds of people join in. Goblins, specifically. Mm. Abruptly, your blindfolds are removed. You're in the center of a large town of wood and clay huts built up in the trees, all connected by rope bridges one of which you currently stand on, but you don't remember ever moving upwards. Oh, that's creepy. Before you, the bridges connect to form a suspended platform open to the sky, where an old goblin sits, silk wings adorning her back. Your mm. gawking is interrupted when your hands are unbound and you're shoved forward towards the central platform. The goblin with the eye patch scurries ahead and motions you to follow. Come on, come on, I don't have all day. Why? What else do you have planned? I have a date at seven. Oh, come on, guys. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> the elder goblin looks intently at a small pile of bones that rest on the floor before her. With eyes gray from cataracts, she looks up at the goblin who escorted you, who gives her a respectful bow. Sorry I'm late. It's a jungle out there. She <laughs> nods, then scowls at the rest of you. This is no place or time for outsiders. If there's more to your life, leave me, Aram. Why are you here? Uh, we were bound and brought here against our will. <laughs> no, no, not why are you here in my tribe? Why are you here in the swamps? Because we're idiots. I don't know, Finian, why are we here again? <laughs> <laughs> yes, hi, I am Finian. I am an elf from Noctara. I was sent on mission here many months ago and I encountered an evil presence in the form of a black dragon, Avru who destroyed me 
many months ago. Where have you been since? Dead. I, I was destroyed. And then... Oh, you mean literally. Yes, I was killed. Not far from here in the swamps. And I was resurrected. I came back here to finish the mission I started. Which is to determine what happened to... Well, me. And the rest of my party who was also similarly dispatched. And the rest of you, are you here to help? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Uh, I heard we're just gonna be helping out our buddy Finny in here. I didn't really know it was like a dragon situation until we got here, so, so that's you're cool. a fool. You know, a lot of people have been telling me that recently. Hmm. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Me neither. My friends here. <laughs> I'm still rubbing ink off of my hands and face. I'm not making eye contact with Donna. <laughs> Probably shouldn't. My friends here are quite capable of managing and handling themselves in difficult situations, and they offered to assist me and Rafiram here with our mission. And also, have you seen my friend Dergus, the pig? Uh, the, the goblins, two goblins behind you will step forward uh, and untie his, his little legs and drop him on the ground. <laughs> Thank you. He is <laughs> indispensable to my party. He brings medicines and healing when we need it. He is not breakfast. No, of course not. No. He's a wonderful friend. <laughs> <laughs> so you are volunteering your lives to deal with the dragon. What did you call him? Avru. Avru. I I did not have a name for the being that has stolen so much from my people. To be clear, we have not volunteered our lives. We intend to complete our mission in one piece. I assure you, if you're here, you're volunteering your lives. <sighs> we'll find a way that doesn't involve sacrificing all of ourselves. Yeah. Well, see, when you say all of ourselves, it feels like you're like kind of like there's undertones meaning some of us is that what you're getting at like some of us are going to sacrifice our lives okay okay the fact that you're not answering doesn't make this better well then perhaps it is fate that brought you here unfortunately i don't think we have much time the dragon has a human puppet who has been poking around our lands lately I'm not sure what he's after, but something horrible is near. I can feel it. A human puppet? By this, do you mean one that follows Avru, one that is under Avru's command and spell? I suspect the second option, though I have not had the chance to speak with him. If I, if I did, I would have tried to kill him. So, uh, uh, Mrs. Goblin Lady, I just have a quick question. Uh, like, when we came into the swamp, there's like, a bunch of ripped apart bodies and stuff. So, like, is that is that, like, your guys' decoration, or uh, is that normal, or... No, no, that isn't us. That would be the Spike Tails doing. One of the other goblin tribes, they have been enslaved by this Avru as well. Oh. oh. I, I hope that... By killing the dragon, we can free our cousins in the Spiketail tribe. If you really wish to help, the, the Fork Tongues, they were granted a gift from the elves decades ago. It's, it has kept the rot from spreading into their lands. 
If you could get it from them, we might have a chance. A hope of killing this dragon. But without it, I don't know what we could do. Okay, well, as nice it is, as it is to stand here in the mud and the muck and the water and the grime and the mosquitoes and having your goblins throwing knives and arrows and twigs at us, can we just go and kill this thing already? If we happen to find the thing that you need, sure, we'll toss it back over. You are free to do whatever you want. Fantastic. I'm going to turn around and go do whatever I want. <laughs> She'll turn to Finian. That woman will die. She has been very useful. Already died once. Got a bone to pick. Let's go. <laughs> she was one of my companions when I was here before. and Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> similarly dispatched um, in the swamps. And I believe we encountered these spike tails you speak of. Oh, yeah, I guess I probably should be a little bit less grumpy since we were only attacked by this tribe once and not twice. Okay. Yeah, remember, my shoulders tribe. will slightly untense <laughs> as I walk away, but I still don't like goblins. Fair. Hmm. You, they did kill you. No, no, no. Wait, did they or the yeah. dragon yeah. kill me? Yeah, spike tails killed you. God, I was actually killed by goblins? Yeah, you were pretty weak. <laughs> and back on the subject of this object. Can, what is it precisely? And I'm going to pay a lot of attention because I'm going to do an insight check while she responds. 16. I have only seen it once. It is um, a, a disc of amber. Uh, a gift from the elves, as I said, to the forked tongues. I don't know how it works, but it holds the, the decay at bay. And she seems to be telling the truth. At least what she knows the truth to be. Yeah, I'm not getting the impression that there's much more to glean from this. So, uh, well, if it would be mutually beneficial for your tribe and ourselves to retrieve this and deal with Avru, I say, looking around the group a little nervously, um, then perhaps your tribe could offer some assistance. I'm standing like 20 feet away, just flicking fire bolts at all the mosquitoes. So I guess I'm not helping too much with this conversation. Uh, so before she burns your entire tribe <laughs> down, uh, I'll make this brief. The, uh, in order to prevent us from being ambushed again in the way we just were, perhaps your tribe could act as scouts to uh, guide our way there. She motions to the goblin with the eye patch who's now standing to her right. Did you need this tree? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as a no. Yes, I will have Slart escort you to the Fork Tongues. I'm sorry, what was his name? Slart. What is is that like name? Shart? It's beautiful. His <laughs> <laughs> twin Shart will also escort you. <laughs> hey, don't make fun of my twin. <laughs> I haven't seen him since Avru that, woke. I'm sorry, just, uh, Slart sounds so much messier than a Shart. <laughs> <laughs> is it because like, it's like a, a slurping shark? It sounds like a, like a slimy fart. Like, a shark is a situation, but like a slart is a f ordeal. It's an emergency. Ordeal. <laughs> 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 it's a three alarm fire in your pants. The goblin elder stands. I'm sorry for the damage caused to you by my scouts. We are not welcoming to outsiders. We don't know what exactly is happening in the swamps. Forgive us. If you need to rest, you may rest here before setting out. <laughs> How long is the journey to the Fork Tongue tribe? If you move quickly, four days. And what are the chances of running into said dragon in those four days? 
if you are quiet, lo, we are, we have not seen this black dragon in about a week. And like, let's just say like in the off chance, we have like a potential of accidentally creating smoke. Burn to object. So we okay. should punch him in the face. No, this is my point. <laughs> we cannot do it alone. The six of you, perhaps, we can work together. We can get warriors from... from. Why are you holding up fingers at me? Because <laughs> he wants you to know Dergus. Seven of us, including Dergus. <laughs> Your breakfast does not count as a warrior. It is not breakfast. Your dragon he will be. Is, <laughs> he is not a meal. We will need more than just this seven of you. We will need soldiers from from the sharp claws. We'll need this artifact. This is a big endeavor. I'm not sure that you're taking this very seriously. Uh, actually, I am taking it seriously, and I've been thinking about like seven things right now, but one of them is a trap that we could set for Avru. So check it out. Look at this uh, this setting we're in. We're in like we're in like these floating house well, these like lifted houses and on top of trees and stuff. And what I was thinking is we can hang up some logs. And then when Avery runs through, we can cut the logs, and then it'll squish him. It'll squish his head. Uh, we we had a like a folk tale from our village where these they, they were called like Owaks, and they did this to these like big mechanical machines. It works. There's a lot of ooing and awing from the goblins. <laughs> I'm nodding my agreement. <laughs> Rafirim will put a hand on your shoulder. That isn't a bad idea. Perhaps it's not. No, no. In fact, <laughs> wow. <laughs> perhaps. I will go to the Sharp Claws. I spent some time with them years ago. I'll see if I can recruit some help from them. If you go to the Fork Tongues and we meet back here, perhaps we can set a trap for the dragon. Rafirim, are you familiar of this tale of this amber object that prevents decay? Frankly, no. Uh, but <laughs> I've never been to the Fork Tongues. I can only hope that she... And he gets in close. I can only hope that she knows what she's talking about. Oh, I do too, for our sake. And for everyone else's sake here, we wouldn't want to bring ruin upon this group. Yes, this tribe. they have been dealing with this dragon for some time, it seems, since our friends returned dead eight months ago. So I, I trust that if she claims we need this MacGuffin, that we do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What's a MacGuffin? I'll tell you. I'll tell you later. It's a lesson for another time. For you. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Either way, if we are to survive getting close to him, we'll need it. What sort of food do you offer if you offer us lodgings and? Never I'm... mind. We can fend for ourselves. I'm sure. <laughs> Probably for the best. <laughs> Takes a while to fall asleep. <laughs> but eventually, sleep finds all of you. JR, you gasp for air, but only water fills your lungs. And as you, you sink down into the ocean, the light of the sun grows fainter and fainter until a Something large dives in to get you. And you're pulled back onto the rocky shore and you spit out the water. And the ancient blue dragon that, that huddles above you looks down, concerned. 
Little one, you only have these dreams when you're anxious. What ails you? I'll run up and hug his foot, but he's so big I probably am just hugging a toe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great to see you. Oh. What is the matter? Uh, well, something... Something they said. It sounded like this Avru. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. It is not a name I am familiar with. But there's this black dragon, but something different from the ancient ones you've told me about. Mm, yes. And it yes. sounds like he's he's evil I've never heard of. Like evil my father used to tell me about. What concerns me more is the human. It's like he picked a successor. Mm. It seems like you will meet your match here in the swamp. You are worried that you will fail. Uh, yes. Your intuition is right. I sense a dragon and its two warlocks here in the swamp. But there's something else, something older, and it's clouding my vision. Heed my warning, little one. You walk into a very dangerous trap. Stay safe and keep those in your charge safe as well. Do you think you can do this? I'll try. You cannot fail here. I'll keep them safe. That is my vow to you. He does... I guess what might be a smile for dragons, it's kind of hard to tell with the way their face is set up, but he'll nod. Very well, I will return you to your dreams. Morning comes, and you all find yourselves sitting around a, a fire where Rafirim has selflessly prepared <laughs> food for everyone. Is it eggs? Because if it's eggs, I'm not going to eat eggs from a it's druid. I don't know how no. the druid provided uh, the eggs. It's uh, almost certainly <laughs> vegan. He okay. he grew uh, fruit from his own arm. So I'm heading off to the, the sharp claws. I think it best that we cover more ground and split up, as is always smart in a D&D campaign. You're right. I'll head with you. Uh, no. I think it makes sense for you to go with the elder and provide protection and healing. As do I. I'm also a bit more familiar with these swamps than the rest of you. Um, Rafirum, I'm I'm still not really sure. What do the elves have to do with this? Why why would you help the elder? Uh, so, about eight months ago, uh-huh. a group of elves who had been living in these swamps for years returned to the path of mercy without their bodies. Oh, oh. And. We were dispatched, the six of us, to understand why, but we never reached these swamps. So, so in other words, you had a group of elves who were murdered in these swamps? Yes. Well, what were, did the elves have to say? They were murdered by the Spiketail tribe, the goblins they were staying with, and they were alarmed. These otherwise peaceful goblins had turned on them. Yeah, no kidding. So we were here. We were dispatched to investigate why. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently, there is a black dragon here, and it is our duty as followers of Triguth to deal with these problems. Does that answer your question, Tana? I'm sorry for the vagueness. Uh, 
Works for me. That does not answer one I now have. Why is it your duty to deal with a dragon? I presume you mean kill, but... If that is what it takes, yes. Our our demigod, the, the force giant, the demigod of mercy, has tasked us with doing good around the world, and black dragons are of malice, the antithesis of everything we stand for. We cannot let this exist here. I think I share a look with JR and uh, kind of nod my head at Finian about this entire thing. JR is just kind of pale thinking, not really listening to anything you're saying. Heen, I am surprised. A man who murdered people for a living for the misuse of magic is being surprisingly judgmental about killing a being of pure evil. Take it easy. He'll relax a little bit. I find the theory interesting. You're tasked with doing good and... but are given no direct guidance on what that implies. You're, mm. You say that malice is the antithesis of mercy and yet our friend here, Finian, was reborn in malice and yet you don't take offense to him. Also doesn't seem very merciful to kill living beings, but here we are. I'm not claiming to be better, <laughs> far from it, but this moral consistency is questionable. It is always interesting to find the beings of these gods of benevolence and how they sort of warp goodness to fit their agenda. I find it interesting too. I mean, I'm just going to put it out there that uh, while there is like a bigger, you know, umbrella of good and bad, uh, this guy is like decorating the swamp with like body parts. Uh, (laughs) I don't think there's any moral like gray here. I'll be like scratching my neck uncomfortably. And the Yorks decorated the streets of North Harbor with merfolk and human blood Mm -hmm. much in the same way, but there could be an argument that they were retaking their land, so this is why I'm a bit confused. He extends a pinky to you. All right, very well. I promise then that when we meet this Avru, we'll speak to him first. Oh, how cute. Um, You're making a pinky promise. Am I supposed to take the pinky? Ah, This is a a binding oath among elves. It is uh, referred to as a pinky promise. You have to pluck his pinky off his hand. No, no. We (laughs) intertwine our pinkies. You don't keep it in your pocket until the promise is made? No, of course not. (laughs) We need those fingers for (laughs) casting our magics. Is that how the tiefling do it? Uh, I mean, that's the nice way of doing it, yeah. Such a barbaric. Oh, custom. Oh, I'm sorry. We can't all be born under the god of benevolence, Finian. <laughs> Trigeth does teach that sometimes the ends justify the means in the pursuit of good. Mm. We have to be careful not to veer too far into the realm of evil. I notice you have not taken my pinky. Yeah, take it, Keen. <laughs> take it. I'll gingerly uh, put my hand out and wrap it. This feels awkwardly... Uh, intimate for this early in a relationship. Yeah, this also looks really awkward, guys. Come on, chill out. <laughs> you feel a bit of magic in the gesture. Oh. Like like this is actually binding. I pull my hand back and shake it a little uncomfortably. I'm, nah. I don't like it. I will speak to Avru, and if he kills me, my death will be on your pinky. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. I'm glad I didn't give him Does my pinky. Does my pinky end up in malice if I go to mercy? Ah, yes, malice. That is a whole other thing. We, the Druid Order, has heard reports of many souls have 
They have been misplaced, misjudged by Legal, and have woken up in paths that would otherwise be incorrect. This is something else that we need to investigate. But that is a problem for another day. For now, we have a dragon to... Um, Punch. To, well, no, no, we must speak to it first. Is it possible wow, that okay, this dragon okay. has been corrupted in some sense, or is it true that all black dragons are innately evil? I would argue that any being that was created by malice is innately malicious. But You'll just see me squirming uncomfortably. That's just yeah. some mercy propaganda right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like our tiefling friend might take issue with that. She has shown all of the marks of one who pursues good. However... Good intention. We should always show mercy and benevolence. I apologize, Tana. Just because you are from Pandemonium does not make you a for He t trails off. Well, you are a force of chaos, I suppose. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Murderers like Heen and me, we have no hearts. How can we be offended? <sighs> chaos does not mean evil. It just means unpredictability. Correct? Exactly. Yes, yes. You are not a child of malice. You are a child of chaos. I uh, apologize again. I do not mean to insinuate that you or Heen are heartless. Just murderers. I just want to make sure that we can deal with this problem before we all die to it. I don't Agreed. want to see any of you eaten by this dragon and seeing that it killed two of you already. I'd like to stop it from happening again. To be fair, I think the goblins killed me. Oh, um... I know it's Oof. embarrassing and I don't want to talk about it. If you would like to learn how that happened, <laughs> tune into our Patreon exclusive episodes. As Rachel's banging today. her head against her <laughs> microphone. Best content ever. Rafiram will take his leave. I'll look to see, make sure Rafiram's gone. Yeah, yeah, he, he leaves. There's something more going on here. I can feel it. This isn't just a dragon. There's something in this swamp, and it's probably associated with that dragon. You think there's another evil presence here besides Avru? I think whatever it is has attached itself to Avru. That's concerning. As in, like, a mm. parasite, or as in a control kind of sense? If it's a parasite, I can burn it. I have no idea. There's just something dark, horrifying, corrupting this swamp. Something that even the ancient dragons don't know about. What do you make of this human that the Elder spoke of, who may be either a puppet of this dragon or perhaps an assistant? Oh, I think it's far worse than that. You speak as if you know the ancient dragons. Is that where your lightning comes from? Yes. And, and this human, I believe, is just like me. And if we don't kill the human and we kill the dragon, then this dragon's just gonna come back. How? Oh my god. We're dealing with like a JR under the influence of soul render type of thing. Oh, that's really scary. Oh, I bet this human's probably in on it. How would the dragon return if we don't slay the the puppet? The power's gotta go somewhere, and where do you think it's gonna go? And there's not one human, there's two. Two? Oh. oh dear. We will have to be very mindful and on our watch. So are we, we, we going to need to adapt our strategy here? Should we try and find these people first and take them out? Or like, oh. what, what are we thinking? 
Either way, we're going to have to take them out at some point. But should we take them out first? We should take them or out maybe. on our own terms and not be caught unawares. That's my biggest concern for us. Mm. Can their corruption not be separated from their bodies, from their minds? I am under the impression that Rafiram at least wants to try and help where he can. And if they are taken, then wouldn't it be our duty to try and save them first? If I were a big, vile, evil, malicious black dragon, I would find somebody with a heart as evil as mine. I wouldn't go finding a good person, then corrupting them. I think we can probably safely assume these were not good people to start with. Yes, this this was a deal. This wasn't he took over them. They chose this. Really? You don't think it was just weak-minded? No, this is a pact. A certain pact, and there's a power to it. We'll need to move very carefully on our way to meet the Forked Tongues. We'll look to Not you, JR. It sounds like you know a lot about this. Okay, so just quick rule of thumb. If we cr- come across any humans in the swamp, JR's going to interrogate the shit out of them. Deal? <laughs> like We can't trust you, anyone. You know of these humans, but do you know what they look like? What their names are? Anything like that? All I was informed was there's two of them. That's all I was felt in this area. Which is strange, because usually it's just one. What are we all waiting for? Let's go. Oh, oh, oh hey, Slart. <laughs> How long have you been here? Shart. <laughs> Slart, where's your brother? Shart's dead. I, we went over this. Oh, I, oh. I missed that. I thought he was joining us. I apologize. <laughs> Would you like him to join us? I could help with that, potentially. No. Uh, <laughs> can you? I think I'm just sensing Finian in this. <laughs> he he just begins walking, assuming that you will be following him. It takes four days of traveling through the flooded bogs before you arrive at the Fork Tongues tribe. Luckily, Slart knows his way around the swamps well and keeps you out of too much trouble. And I have water walk, which I'm going to use occasionally when things get <laughs> Wonderful. Very helpful. Yeah. Still, the rot that clings to everything makes it dangerous, and you struggle to rest out here in the wilderness. At the end of the journey, Slart abruptly stops. This is as far as I can go. The tribe is up ahead. Any points? Any uh, any pointers? Like, uh, do they like like jokes, or uh, are they super serious, or they're greedy fucks? And he raises his walking stick. I had to beat an old lady with a stick to get this stick from him. <laughs> Slart. <laughs> I mean, we could maybe, like, try and distract him while some of us goes in and, and gets the disc, and it could be, like, some sort of impossible mission. You look back to Slart, but he's already turned around. Oh. Okay, um, bye, Slart. <laughs> no, I think we're on our own, everyone. The first thing you notice turning back to this tribe is the massive oak tree, much larger than any tree you've seen in the swamp thus far. Surrounding that is the tribe of wood huts, and surrounding that is an impressive moat of muddy water some 20 feet across. Hmm. There are trees around the perimeter of the moat um, with, with little like guard outposts in them. As you approach, a female goblin up in the tree on the other side of the moat calls out to you. Hey, get lost, losers. Uh, to be fair, I am lost. Where are you trying to go? Uh, I think here is, um, is this the, um, feigned claw? Um, no, wait, that wasn't it. Uh, fork tongue, Finian? fork tongue. Uh, fork tongue. Uh, fork tongue. Is this fork tongue? Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, I'm not lost anymore. Maybe we should just ask her. I mean, you can try. Hey, uh, we're looking for some kind of, uh, amber or something. I don't care. Shut up and 
What the fuck? <laughs> Is your chieftain available to speak with us? We've traveled a long way. An arrow flies through the air, and it, it just nicks the tip of your ear fiddle. All right, all right, all right. Hang on. I'm going to I'm gonna cast friends, try and befriend this chick. The next one won't miss, ugly. That was rude. <laughs> I think that one was intended to hit. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, excuse me, Miss Goblin. I have casted friends, so hopefully she'll like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are just wondering if you could tell us where we could find this disc. We need to polish it. It's really important that it stays polished. And if you could just let us know where it is, we'll stop being annoying as fuck. Make a persuasion check with advantage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're from the city. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, 12. <laughs> she narrows her eyes at you as she reaches for another arrow. I'm going to poke Heen in the side. All right. I've got this. I'm going to cast telepathic intrusion on her. I haven't done this yet, but I'm going to try and yeah, read her mind. She's thinking what? about the disc. Let's. She's thinking about the disc. Let's yeah. see what she could possibly give us. She needs to succeed on a wisdom 16 saving throw. Oh, goblin. Mm. <laughs> How does a four do? <laughs> you know, it's a tough struggle, but <laughs> as I see these massive mental defenses <laughs> built out of the most elegant paper mache that a goblin could possibly come up with, which is probably just wads of paper wetted and then stacked, and I tip them over with a <laughs> quick push of my mental finger into her mind. So probably similar to how I've had with my friends, she's going to feel kind of like a pressing pressure, maybe a headache in her head. Okay. And then you're seeing what she's thinking. Is that right? Yeah. Reading uh, surface level Tana's thoughts. Tana's got her thinking about the disc and thinking about us in a friendly manner. Maybe she's going to give me something I can use. You, you see that she has seen this disc. It looks like it is... Um, it's a disc of sol- solid amber with the symbol of Treguth, a tree, carved into it. And it's incorporated into a what looks like a wooden throne in the center of the hollowed out tree at the top. That's Good to useful. know. Yeah, I will. Um, I guess while her thoughts are taking a while to process, I'll project an image of it and then kind of build out the chair from that image so they can see as well. And I'll whisper to them. Get her, get her to think of uh, who she would let through. I only have a few seconds left of friends. Uh, Heen, while you're in there, can you do any sort of like damage? Like I don't like not to kill her, but like put her down for a nap, stun her, give her a headache. What can we do? Uh, sure, yes, I'll try. Um, while I'm in there, I guess she needs to be debilitated somehow. So I'm going to burn a few more side points to make it overwhelm her mind. And I'm going to pull everything from uh, kitties to orcas and rocks and images of anything I can possibly pull out as they're coming up, right? Shoving it as fast in as I can. Uh, her her expression of confusion very quickly turns to pain and both of her hands go to her forehead. <laughs> okay, she'll live, but we gotta go. That's now. our cue. Then the next step is this moat 20 feet across. I, it looks like there's something big lurking underneath. I cast water walk on the group so we can cross safely. When you say something big lurking underneath, do, do you mean like a thing or a, a thing? Probably. Or a living thing? It sounds like it's only going to get one of us, so I'm going to haul ass. <laughs> I'm running right behind you. It's not you. <laughs> I am right on your heels. 
run. (laughs) (laughs) You run across it so quickly that whatever lurked underneath doesn't even notice your presence. And if it does, it's not fast enough. Thank goodness. (laughs) On the other side is the town. And uh, it looks like the goblins have abandoned the outer area to get closer to the central tree. That, that tree is about 500 feet away. Okay. Um, and, and as you get closer, there are more and more goblins going about their business. And the five of you uh, are not goblins. Does it I'm gonna look cast. like they're moving in because the rot is spreading? Yeah, it looks, like, it looks like the rot has taken a lot of the outer area of town. Meanwhile, the tree looks pristine. Huh. I have an idea. I'm going to cast presti- uh can't say that spell. Prestidigitation. I can also you do pass without trace. I've had it this whole time. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> and it can turn a color, something a different color, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to turn like an orange vest. Because nobody ever questions you oh. if you walk in with an orange vest. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Idiot. oh, my God. They have to be like, I'm from the city. I'm here to <laughs> fix your water. <laughs> I have that spell, too, but I'm not doing that. Um, I, I think I will help the whole group. That's very wise of you, JR. I cast <laughs> Pass Without Trace Smart. <laughs> on the group. All right, everyone make a stealth check. And you have plus 10 Ooh. from from Finian. DC 15. I would have taken off my armor knowing we're Oh, stealthing. thanks, Finian. Okay, good to know. Where is, did you leave, where'd you leave your armor? Huh. Interesting. <laughs> I'll just wear it. <laughs> okay. I'll roll with disadvantage. Disadvantage it is. It, yeah. Same. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Did anyone fail? No. I got 14. Oh, what I, was the DC? 15. Yeah, I fail. Okay. <laughs> I okay. do, by the way, have a bag of holding for future reference if oh. you need to do that. However, the group collectively succeeded. So you guys are, are helping JR make his way to the central <laughs> In other tree. words, he's in the middle of the four of us. Right, right. I have a very bright vest. Of course, people are going to see. And Dergus is with us, too, but he also knows how to be a stealth pig. So. <laughs> stealth pig? He's a stealth pig. And you arrive at this tree. It's um, easily 100 feet tall, this massive oak tree. And there are, you can see even from here, there are goblins living up in it, though not all of them necessarily in huts. Many are hard at work building livable areas while others are tending to food or to their hunting weapons. Looks like they've kind of more and more are escaping to this tree as the safe haven. Is there like a staircase around the tree? There are wooden planks nailed into it. Okay. Uh, but a- as you watch the goblins, they don't even use those. They're just scurrying around the tree. Hmm. Like don't squirrels. Like <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. So. Okay. I don't um, know about you guys. I'm just going to start climbing. I mean, I we still have stealth, right? Yeah, we don't have to. How be. long does that last? Uh, up to an hour. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, then I'm right behind you, Mo. Yeah, I'm just going to start scurrying up the way of the goblin. We're kinda, I'm kind of like pressed up against the tree, like with my back, my face out, kind of like inching up the planks. That are, you know, Shh. Is, Dergus, be quiet. I was going to say, is he just like trotting up the planks? No, he's he's also squished up against the side of the tree as best a pig can, making little quiet snuffing sounds. <laughs> is he like a... Dergus, be quiet. Is he like a goat? Where he's just somehow... <laughs> or, is he, or is he on his hind legs like you? Oh my god, that'd be adorable. He's like <laughs> up on his hind legs, like kind of tiptoeing up. I'll do that. You guys take way too many psychedelic mushrooms. <laughs> Everyone makes stealth again. 
The DC now is 17 because you're climbing a tree. It's more difficult. Uh, Did anyone fail? Um, would a nat one pass? That does not pass <laughs> even remotely. Did oh. anyone else fail? No, I was plus in the, 10 is too good. Yeah, I'm in the 20s. Yeah, even with disadvantage, I was in the 20s. <laughs> yeah, I had 27. Tana, since you're following Mo up the tree, I believe that's what you narrated, and he's not using the planks. Wait, what do you mean he's not using the planks? Oh, no, I'm hardcore parkour. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, Tana's just like trying to spider, like climb her way up the tree? Apparently that's what I'm trying to do. Oh my God, do. the rest of us just walking up the planks. <laughs> and, and there are no wow. trees on Mount Orem. Uh -huh. so, so this is all very alien to uh -huh. Tana. So you're making a lot of noise. <laughs> Trying to get up this tree. A lot of swearing, probably. <laughs> I probably oh, got a, a splinter, one. too. Yeah. On a that one, just probably out loud. Hey, Mo, where'd you put your foot on this one? <laughs> <laughs> and the surrounding goblins have taken note of this. She's even uh, shoved some aside to, to get, <laughs> climb up further the tree. Ow! Uh, ah, splinter! Though, though there's there's oh. something about this spell that deflects their gaze. So while they're alerted they haven't found you yet oh wow huh. you guys right. are so lucky however all oh of God. the the challenges from now on will be a bit harder Thanks, the goblins Tom. are vaguely Ooh. aware something <laughs> is awry i'll just be sucking on my finger from the splinter sorry <laughs> and it takes some time for the rest of you to catch up with mo uh but but he's waiting for you at the the top it looks like the apex of the trunk is hollowed out and there are goblin sized holes that lead inside each flanked by a pair of guards okay so i'm just kind of looking at a pair of guards waiting for everyone yes okay. i never check one sec how do you climb so fast why did why, you climb it why are you following me <laughs> because i'm an idiot <laughs> i don't know how you climbed the tree just walking up here was enough. I have splinters in places I didn't even know I had. Ow. I, I should have just made an elevator. Oh, you I could have done more. that? Yeah. I'll project a little platform and move it up and down. I've been able to do that for a very long time. Uh -huh. We're not very good at this adventuring yet, are we? <laughs> we seem to forget frequently what we're capable of. Okay, oh, Mo, well. you've been here the longest. What are we looking at? Okay, so here's the thing. We got like just a little bit of a tunnel to get into the tree, okay. and there's, there's mm -hmm. two guards chilling just like, two? right there. Yeah, so here's what I was thinking. Yeah? I'm thinking, you, you know how to like change your face and stuff, right? Well, yeah. So like, what if you turn into like 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 a, a, a goblin lady? And then you like you twirl your hair or like you know what I mean like just just give them a show like okay. an attractive goblin lady. Right? First of all, yeah. even, a decoy. even if that wasn't a really stupid idea, no offense, Mo. I like that you're thinking, but it's stupid. That's that's an actual spell. That's not just a cantrip. And anytime I use my magic like that, I risk you know there's chaos or I could break reality or like I mean you know it's just probably uh, Tana, not. A Tana, I'll put my hand on your shoulder. I get that you're concerned about losing control of your powers, but the only way you'll learn to control and not have them control you is to use them. Yes, you're right, there is a gamble, but I believe in you, and I know you do too, even if you don't right now. I feel like all I've been doing is trying to control these powers, Heen. There are worse places to have an outbreak of chaos. Uh... But you are now letting the powers control you. Let's use them. 
Uh, I'll smile reassuringly at you. And you look really creepy back. when you smile, but <laughs> I still appreciate the gesture. I'd say the same to you, elevator man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, then I guess I'm gonna dis- use disguise self, and uh, I will become a <clears throat> sexy goblin. I'll take two steps back when she casts a spell. <laughs> Don't want that rubbing off on you, do you, JR? I did not trigger wild magic. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. <clears throat> oh, okay. yeah. I was not scared at all. <laughs> okay. I will walk right up to the guards and um, <clears throat> put a hand on my hip. I don't. How do goblins act sexy? Throw bugs at them. Eat some uh, toenails. Um, <laughs> hey, 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 boys. What in your moly armpits? The goblins look around. <laughs> sorry, sorry. And then it takes them a minute for them to see you because of the, the magic that's concealing you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just, I, I was climbing up this tree and I just saw that lovely shade of green that your teeth are. And um, <laughs> um, the way those strings of hair come out of your ears. And I just... <laughs> I just had to come over and I'll cast a look over my shoulder and like like gesture to the other four guys. I just wanted to t- t- tell you how g- good looking I think you are as I try not to throw up all over them. Will you make a performance check with advantage? Yeah. And how do you flirt in Goblin? Fuck. Um, I got a 13. They both narrow their eyes. I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, and, 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 and what I meant to say is, um, I, I just, I just think you guys are like, like, like hot, like, like, <laughs> like, like your teeth are just so like gnarly and like your nails, like the way they split, you know, like, I just like, oh, I just want to like, oh, like, like bone you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Is that, is that Oda stench that you're wearing on your armpits? Because like, I just think that's great, man. And I'll cast another like frantic look over my shoulder. Uh, we should go. No, no, we should stay. <laughs> so I cast invisibility on the three of us. Okay. We're going to try so, to make our way into the tree hole. <laughs> uh, the, the two goblins who you're flirting with uh-huh. were really taken aback by all of this. Yeah. But what takes them even more by surprise is that the spell that was concealing Heen suddenly drops. And so now this awkward gith is just standing on the tree branches Um, looking around. Um, With a pig. Oh, Oh, yeah. Right, with a pig. That's breakfast. Oh, my God. And I'll point, I'll point, like, in the other way. Oh, oh, my God, is that a dragon? Oh, it's so black and big. Oh, okay. (laughs) Both of them will immediately draw spears and look in that direction. Do you see it? It's big and black, and that's what she said? (laughs) I'll grab Durgis. Let's go. <laughs> I'll just I'll start running for the uh, tunnel. Hopefully they're distracted enough. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, oh shoot! You you must uh, have just missed it. Tana, I need you to make make another performance check, <laughs> and based on how well this goes, we'll see what you need to do. Okay. Can you take my inspiration because I got three of them. Okay. I'll throw you one. Fuck! I rolled a nat one! Okay, 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 no. Heen told me to trust my powers. I am just gonna use a tiny smidge of Tides of Chaos. Are you gonna re-roll it? Yes. Okay. Okay, and I I use Tides of Chaos, but I totally, totally believe that by adjusting this, it's not gonna go terribly bad. Anyway, I got a 15. Is that enough? Tana, 
Uh huh. The the two goblins look up to where you are pointing, and uh-huh. of course, there's no dragon there. Uh-huh. I'm not sure what distraction you were hoping for. Uh, we 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 must have just missed it. But I mean, that, it was there. But then a shadow passes overhead. Oh, um, what? Bitch. Dragon, sound the alarm! And one of them runs, uh, runs towards a a horn to blow it. Oh. They don't pay me enough for this shit. Oh, Jesus. And the whole tree goes up in chaos as all of the goblins begin to... They they know what this sound means. Uh And and they're all getting ready for a battle. Do I know what this sound means? No. Okay. (laughs) But you don't have much time to think about it because you hear a, a whisper. Like someone is standing just behind you. And you recognize the voice as Karzire. I see you've grown into nothing more than a sewer rat, Tana. I'll put my hands over my ears and fall to my knees. Did we not raise you better than this? You're (sighs) just stealing from goblins. Get out of my head. And it ends. I'll just look around. I assume... I don't see him. You don't see him, and you also don't see the goblins readying for war. They're all just exactly where they were. I Mm. am terrified, and my knees are shaking, and I kind of want to cry, but I'm still going to take this opportunity to just run into the tunnel, and I'll figure this shit out later. Heen, you're running into this tunnel, bumping into three invisible other people who are crowding (laughs) it with you. Ah, move faster! We have to go! Until it pours out into a central chamber, and at the center is a throne room shaped from the wood itself and crowned by this amber disc. Uh, unfortunately, the there is an elderly goblin currently sitting in that chair, uh, stroking at his wispy beard as he talks to another goblin, and the conversation is immediately cut short as you enter. Ah, uh. Breakfast is served. I'll hold out the pig. <laughs> wow. Make a deception check. It's pretty good. 15. Yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> well, bring it here. What are you waiting for? And the, the elder goblin will turn to the other one and, and say quietly, when did we hire a gift? I'll come out and leading Durgis the correct towards him, I'll, I'll bring him up. Uh, the three of you see and hear this. The three of you, Mo, JR, and Finian, but you are invisible. Uh, hey, hey, Finian, I got yeah. an idea. Yeah. Um, count, to, count to five. Count to five, and then drop my invisibility, okay? I, I got a plan. I got a plan. And then what should JR and I do? We uh, remove that yeah, disc from the chair. You guys go get the thing. Okay, JR, you and I can handle it, yeah. right? Okay. Uh, your highness, the pig comes with uh, garnishes first, and I'll pull out one of the potions. Or no, one of the mushrooms. Yeah, let's go with the mushrooms. <laughs> give him one of the mushrooms. I don't know which up. one it is. I'm just going to grab one of them. And oh, that's give, him, give him the one that's like red and green spotted. Oh, uh, garnish must be a gift word for mushroom. And he'll, he'll take it. Oh, they won't see straight for a week if he eats that thing. <laughs> he eats that thing. <laughs> Both he and the other goblin who are in this room uh, begin hungrily eating the mushrooms. Um, their, their gaze slowly turning towards the pig. 
Uh, well, we I drop Mo's invisibility. Uh, okay, so I'm going to try here. Is as soon as the, invis- uh, the invisibility drops, I'm going to make it look like I'm pulling off a ring at the exact time that <laughs> okay. I get revealed. Make a performance. <laughs> okay. Are you taking off your invisibility ring? Oh, yeah, I got a whole Beautiful. plan. Here. I got a whole plan. He's pulling a Frodo. Oh, no. Okay. Um, at least I'm proficient. So I got a uh, 12. <laughs> <laughs> at least they're doped up on mushrooms. True. The elder goblin who's sitting in the throne, his pupils dilated deeply, gasps as you appear before him. Uh, okay, uh, so as it's happening, I'm just loudly, so I am going to draw attention on myself here. <laughs> Behold! And I'm going to pull the ring off. I am the traveling ring salesman! <laughs> <laughs> It's at this point that I stumble in and just stare at you. Make deception. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, 18. Ooh, very good. (laughs) This is so stupid. (laughs) I made an actual ring of invisibility. (laughs) Oh boy. The, The elder snaps his head towards the other one. Did you invite all of these outsiders? No, no, sir. I, of course not. Well, who sent you? Oh, no, I'm a traveling merchant. Ooh, um, I, I have rings that I sell to very prestigious uh, chieftains and kings, of which I am standing in the presence of Mr. Um, weasel. Chieftain ah, Weasel. Chieftain I'm, Weasel. I'm going to cast friends and come stand next to you. <laughs> ah, you're a hideous goblin. Hey, that's not very nice. Um, I just came to tell you that this is the greatest salesman in the whole wide swamp. And you should definitely, definitely look at what he has to sell you. All right, I'm interested. This ring dates all the way back from a very rare alley uh, in Noc- Nocturnus. Noctara. Noct- uh, Noctara, thank you, of course. Yes, that's what I meant. Um, I'm not panicking. Anyway, this is called the Ring of Invisibility. When attuned properly, you vanish. Sounds prestigious. So while this is happening, Finian and JR are slowly, ma- quickly making their way, while invisible, yep. to the chieftain's chair. He's not sitting in the chair anymore, is he? Uh, he he's leaned forward in the chair, and the okay. the amber disc is at the top of it, so he's far enough away. How from high it. up off the ground is the disc? Uh, like four feet. Oh, okay. So it's, it's not a little chair. Perfect. It's a little wood chair, like <laughs> made from the wood of the tree. Jr., do you have a tool to remove, like your sword or a dagger to remove that with? Pop it out of the chair. We'll say it very quietly. All right. So I'm like holding the chair steady so it doesn't wobble while Jr. is yeah. working at it. And yeah, JR I'll be like work. fiddling at it. It's times like this. It requires brute strength. <laughs> you just gotta try and break it out. Yeah. All right, quiet brute strength. Sixteen. That's not bad. the The wood is that's keeping it in place is mostly decorative. Decorative. Wow. Decorative. Mm. Decorative. 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 Yeah. I had it right. It sounded yeah. so wrong in my head. The not wood decorative. That's decorative. The wood that's holding it in place is mostly decor. What? Fuck you! <laughs> Decorative. You had Decorative. it right the first Damn six times. <laughs> the wood that's holding it in place is mostly decorative, so it begins to crack as as you're snapping the amber out of it, and the goblin 
chieftain will look back at it. Uh, I'll stand dead, still invisible. Just... Oh, oh, sorry, that was my ring of earthquakes. I apologize. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes, it can literally shake the ground you walk in. And I'm sorry, really ugly. I mean, this is not. <laughs> I thought, is this not attractive? What? The other goblin will kind of lean in closer as the elder is distracted with Mo. He gets real awkward around pretty goblins. Oh, so um, oh um, so like like calling me um um ugly was like like a compliment, right? Yeah, yeah. He used to call his wife out all the time. She really liked it. Oh, oh, I, I, of course she did. What a nice compliment. <laughs> and I'll look around and see that the amber disc is hopefully levitating in the air. Uh, y- your Highness, this. I see you have guests. I will go get you a fresher pig. This pig is not nearly fresh enough for one of your stature. Well, no, it looks fine. Oh, no, I can assure you it is spoiled and rotten beyond taste. There's a loud crack that echoes through the room as JR snaps the, the top of <laughs> oh, the throne oh, off. Oh, God, I have such a crack in my neck. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sometimes I just need to uh, like crack it. Uh. Make a performance. <laughs> go, Tana. Go, Tana. Go, 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 Tana. 14. Oh, no. <laughs> Given the whole situation, <laughs> all of this uncertainty and craziness and a scene, a scene that he did not expect to play out, he does not look behind him. He is so confused and, and he wants the pig and he's curious about the rings. <laughs> He's tripping. He's he's tripping balls. (laughs) JR, you have this piece of amber in your hand, and you feel a sense of tranquility from it. Ha ha, checkmate. (laughs) Can we assume by this point that the mushrooms have kicked in? Oh, yeah. You say it out loud? (laughs) Yeah. He's he's beginning to hear things. Like, checkmate? (laughs) (laughs) Who said that? Wait, what? Um... Beautiful. I, I, <laughs> that's our parrot. I think this is a great opportunity at this point for us to GTFO. <laughs> Let's go, please. Okay, so now that I, I basically see JR has the tablet and just now spoken out loud, this this cat this cat's out of the bag. So I know they're tripping. I know what those mushrooms are capable of. I'm just going to start doing some really weird rave finger dancing. <laughs> okay. And I'm just going to keep like chanting really low. This is just a trip. This is just a trip. <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> they're so into it, though. They're, okay. too, they're mesmerized I by this. I assume the rest of us are just booking it, right, while yep. he's doing this? Out okay. through the tunnel. Let's okay. go. All right. I'm right behind you. Jair and I bucket through the tunnel. We're still invisible. Yeah. You all leave, and you're you're now outside of, of the hole in the tree. Tana, you're not sure what's going on, but everything looks fine. Whatever you saw... You know, I'm just going to push that with all the rest of the traumatic memories. I mean, repression seems like a great idea right now. Um, (laughs) And I'll just turn to Heen and say, elevator. Yeah, uh, we'll walk up to the edge. I'll make a platform big enough for us to all stand on. And uh, I can't see the other two. I'm just going to hope they're here. We're going down. Mo, you you leave with the group. Uh, Well, you see, after I see that they clear out, I'm going to just give them a little bit of time here. And then, you know, this is actually a prime opportunity to to open some eyes. So Um. as as they're memorized, I'm going to (laughs) start chanting, um, abandon greediness. (laughs) (laughs) Start donating to your local library. (laughs) 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 And I'm just going to turn and run out. (laughs) 
Do they even know what a library is? I don't is? know. Probably I don't even not. know if I know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That's where we'll pick up next week. We're releasing the second part or the second half of our prologue next week for patrons only. So if you want to hear how the story all began, um, make sure to join for that. Um, we've come a long way since we recording really have. We really, really, really have. Anyway, thank you all for listening to our podcast, and a special thanks to our very first greater deity, Ricky, our deities, Linda Mundorf, Pete M., and Melpomene, our Celestials, David Green and Ironjaw, our heroes, Allie and Chris Matowski, and all of our adventurers. If you want to affect the story like they do, come join us on Patreon. And I gotta end this outro before our music ends. So, uh, <laughs> see you all next week. See you guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>